0: Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chat. It was a really good week. was able to have discussions with people and not get into arguments with them. Simply explain my perspective and how maybe it would help them in their life. And I believe that's how life ought to go. But unfortunately, we get entrenched in our ideas and those things that we think are correct. I don't think there's anything wrong with thinking you're correct. But thinking you're correct and trying to force that correctness on anyone else is a problem. And I think that's a problem not only that my faith perspective has had, but many philosophies and other people have had. We can get along in the world and live with each other without accepting everyone's ideas or beliefs as being the correct idea or belief. So this week I just wanted to point out something that sometimes causes a problem because we don't understand where we're coming from. And that is the idea of people ask me this week, why do these things go wrong? Now, my answer may surprise you. I don't think they go wrong because of fate or kismet. I don't think they go wrong because the gods are looking down at us and toying with us, or that we are necessarily always bad people. Now, sometimes we do bad things, and sometimes we do things that are illogical and cause ourselves harm, but I think it's a fact from my faith perspective that we live in a sin-fallen world. And that's what I told this person that I was talking to. They were thinking, if only they would have, if this would have happened, if they hadn't have done. And sometimes that's just not the case. You can be going along in life and everything going perfectly or swimmingly, as some people say, and you just have a rough time because you're not where you need to be. Your heart, your soul, that spiritual essence that, is a part of you, no matter what spirituality or faith you follow, is not being fulfilled. Now, again, from my perspective, the reason that's not being fulfilled is because when the world fell, it wasn't just the soul of mankind that fell, but the whole universe, the whole order of nature fell because everything became out of whack. And as I told this person, the only way to get back into sync is to find your spiritual twin. Now this is just my perspective, even people in my faith will probably think this is a little wacky sometimes, but I truly believe that in studies we've done about twins, everybody has a rough life if their twin dies early or they're separated from them. Their life is just out of balance without that twin being there. And you and I, from my perspective, have a spiritual twin and that twin is Jesus Christ. And that hole in our life spiritually must be filled by him. We must become reunited with him as a part of a family. But that's where part of the problem comes, and that's what I want to talk to you about this week. Part of the question of what this young lady asked me was, if we're God's children, and he loves us and cares for us, how come he lets these things happen, and these horrible circumstances come about? Well, over my 67 years of life, I've come to believe that God and the devil get blamed for a lot of things, and even the gods, if you don't believe in the Christian God, that they really have nothing to do with. It has more to do with our choices and our accepting responsibility for either having placed ourselves in a situation, or allowed a situation to continue, or have not even begun to become a child of God. Now, you're thinking, everybody's God's children, and in one sense, that's true. Every human being was made in the image of God, in theos. And so, in that sense, we're all the children of God. But we're not all a child of God. And that's what I want you to think about this week. Are you truly a child of God? Do you belong to Him? And the best illustration I can think of is the illustration of adoption because my oldest son and his wife adopted a young man who's now 15 years old And to do it, they had to follow the laws of the country he was adopted from, and then they had to come back to this country and follow the laws of adoption here, so that my grandson could be a United States citizen and a Farnham belonging to the Kyle Farnham family. Now, this is what people need to understand. We can all say God's a loving God and he loves his children, and he does, but being a Children of God and being a child of God is two different things. Because, again, as I said, being born simply into the world makes you part of God's children but it doesn't make you part of his household. And it talks a lot in the Bible about dwelling in his house forever and being a part of his house and being sheltered by his wings and all of these things. So what exactly does that mean? Well, I believe that Jesus and God through the scriptures laid out the point that no one comes of the Father except through Jesus. And I know there are those that think that everybody's predestined and why do anything about it? Because you're going up or you're going down. It doesn't matter. You don't have a choice. And I don't believe that. There's other who believes we're an accident. We're here by pure coincidence. And there is no creator behind the world. And if you have those two beliefs, why try or worry about anything? Because it's a crapshoot, as they say. Maybe it's going to be heads. Maybe it's going to be tails. I don't prefer to believe that way. I believe that there is a creator. And he gave us a roadmap and direction of how to get there. So that's what I want you to talk about. What is the difference between being children of God and a child of God? Well, it's very simple. Have you gone through the process of being adopted into the family of God? Have you gone through the court of God and being adjudicated as a person in the household of God? And God says that's very simple. You believe that he is. You believe that he said his son, Jesus. And you live your life then in a manner that shows that Jesus is the head of your household. He is the one that sets the rules. And you live by those rules. And that's very simple. Now, I know a lot of you are thinking, no, it's not, Chappie. It's not that simple. But really, it is. But here's the kicker to all of it. Even though I believe that, I do not believe that God has called me to make everyone a Christian. He did call me to make disciples. He did call me to see and share the good news. He did call me, if I saw anyone doing anything that leads to death, and I believe that could be physical or spiritual, I'm to tell them how to avoid it. And if they heed my word and they avoid it, all's good. Their blood's not on their hands. Their blood's not on my hands. But if they don't heed it, their blood is on their hands. But on the other hand, if I don't tell them and they cause their death, then Their blood is on my hands, not theirs, because I had a chance to tell them. And so this week, as you're going through delivering your philosophy of life or your faith, remember your job is just to deliver it. If you're a Christian, it's up to the Holy Spirit to convince them of sin and of judgment and of the truth of Christ. You simply lay it out there for them. You can't choose it for them. You can't make them accept it. And I believe that that's why Christianity today is sometimes looked so down upon, is because we've thought that God said, go out and make everyone in the world a Christian and do it by any means. Do it by politicizing everything, by making laws on everything. We don't need any more laws that are in the Bible. We only need to follow those things and allow Jesus to take over our heart. And then people will see by our love and our transparency and by our acts of kindness and justice and temperance and the courage we have to live against the tide of society, they'll look at it and say, I wonder how they're so calm and so peaceful in all of this. And they'll want what we have. We don't have to beat them over the head with the 50-pound family Bible. We don't have to yell and scream at them. We simply have to live Jesus. And I suspect that would be true for other people. I don't think anybody won anybody to their side by threatening them or yelling at them, or condemning them. And I don't want to condemn anybody that's listening to this. If you don't happen to agree with me, that's fine. But at least I've told you. At least you've had a chance to hear. Now you make your decisions. But in this coming week, let's go out and live what we believe. Whatever that is. I'll try to live more like Christ this week. You try to live by whatever philosophy it is you're following. And hopefully if I'm right, you'll come to see Christ. If I'm wrong, maybe I'll come to see what you're thinking. But either way, I think we'll have a better life because we're not yelling and screaming at each other. We're not forcing anything on each other. We're just trying to show each other how to live a good life. Thank you so much for listening. May you have blessing, protection, and favor in this coming week. Until we meet again on Chappy Chats, may your life be prosperous also.